everyone, and welcome back to Sustainable Seagull On Air. I'm your host, Sierra Bray, and this is the second episode of Sustainable Seagull On Air. I'm so happy um, that things have been going awesome, and I've been doing so many different interviews with a lot of unique people. Today, I have a very special guest, someone that I actually found over Instagram, um, which is the beauty of social media. His name is Ryan Carwilly. And he is the CEO and founder of a company called Panda Bamboo. And they actually make toothbrushes that are sustainable and environmentally friendly. So thank you for being on the show. How are you, Ryan? Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to hear that. So we haven't really talked. I mean, I messaged you on Instagram. I learned a little bit about Mm -hmm. the company. And then I was like, yep. I need to interview this guy because he seems like really legit and uh, I love what you're doing. So yeah. tell me how you started your, well, actually let's backtrack. Tell me about okay. your career and like your career background. Cause I know you said you had a nine to five job and then yes. you kind of just like ended that. So tell me a little bit about like maybe a couple years behind and then we'll catch up to now. Yeah. So basically, I mean, I'm only 24, so Right after college, actually, last year, everyone's like, you have to do the 9 to 5, just the usual. Um, so I decided right out of school. I mean, that's what everyone else was doing in the corporate world. Um, I have a background in business. I actually do marketing. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get a job in marketing and got a job um, right out of school. Did that for like eight months. Um, I actually hated it. Uh, <laughs> I hated being in a cubicle. And I just knew I wanted to do something else, something that made a difference, and I wanted to be my own boss. So yeah, after eight months of that, I was like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Um, That was when I was in New Jersey at the time. So I decided to move with my girlfriend to Asheville, North Carolina. Stayed there for a little bit, was kind of figuring out what businesses I want to get into. Um, Couldn't really figure it out. So then I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and then met a mentor that actually told me more about sustainability and actually starting on Amazon selling. So I kind of got into that and I was thinking to myself, like, what can I do to make a difference in this world? Like, what can I start like business wise? Right. And I thought the perfect thing would be sustainability, just make a difference in that way. So that's where it really all started was I just wanted to make a difference. And what better way to do it is with a business that is sustainable. That's amazing. So you yeah. just kind of had a gut feeling. You're like, all right, I'm done this nine to five job. Yeah. And I'm just going to take a, I'm going to take a huge risk and I'm just going to jump for it and figure yeah. it out as I go. Yeah. That's and amazing. I feel like a lot of people get afraid of that. And I was, I was, I was so scared, but you know, you just have to take the risk because honestly, I feel the best I've ever have. I mean, I'm my own boss and it's amazing. You you can do whatever you want. Um, you can figure out the direction of your company. You don't have to be kind of go through a middleman or a boss. It's just, it's the life, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I can definitely agree with you on that. So, Mm -hmm. so you were saying like you were trying to figure out different business um, ideas. Yep. Now, Mm -hmm. were you always passionate about the environment or was it something that you started learning more about and then you kind of just figured it out? It was like a light bulb moment. Yeah. I mean, Coming from my background, I was I was terrible. Me and my family used plastic all the time. Plastic forks, knives, plates, you name it, cups. And then actually my girlfriend really got me onto sustainability, first veganism, and then sustainability. 
So I learned from her and I did more research because, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand, veganism and sustainability. And when I really dove down into it and did the research and just saw the facts and pictures that were terrible and just seeing all the plastic in the oceans, it really changed me. And so, yeah, the last year I've really had to really think about it. I was like, wow, this is where I want to get into. And just that's where I wanted to make the difference is just like, that is it. I mean, sustainability is it. If I'm really going to make a, like a difference in this world, it's going to be that. Yeah. So that's where it really, really started. Um, probably, yeah, I had to thank my girlfriend for that, for really getting me onto the sustainability train. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's so, it's so funny because a lot of people that I've been talking to as well have that same kind of epiphany and they realize, yes. mm-hmm. they realize, okay, I'm making all these different decisions during my day and yeah. I'm starting to learn about these decisions and I can still make similar decisions, but have them not be so harsh on the environment. And so, exactly. and I think that's so powerful for people to like eventually figure out is that the decisions mm-hmm. we make can still be the same decision. You can still drink coffee. You can still, yeah. um, mm-hmm. eat, you know, eat the food that you love, but you can do it just a little bit differently or just change the company that you're supporting and things like that. Exactly. So, you just have to do a little bit more research. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, you just sure. have to do a little bit more research into just finding alternatives. And it's, I mean, it takes a little work and it takes, it's hard at first, but then you just get so into its routine after that. Yeah. So it gets a lot easier. Absolutely. Now, I think this is such an interesting question. Like, why toothbrush? Like, why the toothbrush? Because, <laughs> like, anyone could think of, like, a reusable bag or, yeah. you know, there's so many different I mean, concepts out there. Honestly, from that was more of a business standpoint. I mean, I was thinking about what people use every day. Yeah. Um, and I wanted, to use, I wanted to use bamboo because it's so sustainable. It's way better than wood. I mean, than trees and cutting them down. They grow faster. They're easier to harvest. It's just... It's just so much better. So I knew I wanted to use bamboo, but I just wanted to find something that was different because everyone's doing utensils. Like I know to go where does utensils. So I want to be a little different and I was going to be like toothbrushes. I mean, I I thought it would be perfect. I have a cute little logo and I was like, I'm going to put it on my toothbrush. So (laughs) I thought it would be perfect then. So far, everyone's loving it. So that's amazing. And so where did like, where did the name stem from? Just because pandas like bamboo or did you have? Yeah, honestly, yeah. Basically I was going through names and it was, it just made sense. I was like, ah, panda bamboo and just make it a little different with the U on the end of bamboo. So, um, instead of the two O's. So, I mean, I thought it was cute. I like my little logo too, my little panda in it. So I thought it was really cute. And yeah, it was because of the pandas, honestly. Love (laughs) it. I love it. So as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, what kind mm-hmm. of challenges have you experienced? And like, like especially too, because you are in a, a completely different world because it's, it is more focused on sustainability and being yep. more eco-friendly. Like you have to think about everything from your packaging to shipping yes. to all those different things, right? Because you want to be 100% aligned. So yes. have you experienced any challenges kind of um, figuring that all out? The, yeah, definitely the hardest part was finding a supplier that was ethically sourcing. Um, it took me a while. I went through actually a lot of people. I actually contacted a lot of people from Instagram. It was like, where have you found your suppliers from? And even they said, like, it's very limited. So the basic research I did was, I mean, I contacted them and I made sure that they were ethically sourcing, no testing on animals. And I made sure that they like wouldn't have any plastic in their packaging. So I have craft boxes. It's all recycled material. And that's the biggest challenge. I mean, it's just, I mean, 
for bamboo toothbrushes, I don't know why it was so hard to find one, but mm. it was. So that was the biggest, biggest challenge. And I feel like when more people start learning about sustainability, more su- suppliers are going to switch to that to be more sustainable. So I think it's going to be easier later on. Yeah. But right now it was, yeah, it was so difficult. That was like the biggest challenge. Wow. And, and that yeah. kind of leads me into kind of my next question is, do you think it's harder to start a business that is focused on eco-conscious products or just like sustainability as like as a whole? Or do you think there's more room for opportunity meaning that right now is like that kind of growth stage where eventually there's going to be that tipping point. Like where do you think we're at within like the environmental, I don't want, it's not really an industry. I'd say it's more of a market, right? So what do you Mm -hmm. think? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say it's, it's time to get in it now. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. Like you said, I mean, this is kind of the perfect time because I feel like people more are, becoming awake and conscious about things more. And now, Mm -hmm. especially with social media and the internet more prevalent, people are seeing the effects that we have. So it's really going to grow. And I feel like this is the best time to really get into it because it's just, it's just going to be a growing market. Honestly, I think it's going to blow up and I feel like people are just going to make the switch consumers and businesses. They're going to feel better about everything. So I think it's definitely growing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think that it's interesting too because you look at the the different generations where mm-hmm. like our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, because I'm, I'm the same age as you, and mm-hmm. I just see like it's it's not that they don't want to learn, but they're just so stuck in their own ways. Yes. Where yes. I feel like millennials and even people that are um, even younger than us are starting mm-hmm. to make those changes, are starting to learn, are starting to... And I find yeah. like the whole um, minimalism trend is also kind of coinciding with the whole environmental trend as well because it's you're using yes. less stuff, you're buying less stuff, you're mm-hmm. donating and whatnot. So it's really interesting to see um, all the different generations and what they kind of think and what they kind of believe in in the whole sustainability kind of movement, I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like now is where there's just so many people are just open-minded about everything, sustainability, veganism, and minimalism. There's all go hand in hand, and it's just like I see the movement, and it's crazy. I mean, even social media, it's just all these pages are blowing up that are sustainable, and it just seems like people are so interested in it now and want to make a change, and they want to do the research. Absolutely, absolutely. And so do you think that, like, social media is one of your biggest tools for – driving awareness and educating your your customers and your potential consumers? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I've been using Facebook and Instagram solely right now because we're about to launch in two to three weeks. Um, but just getting, yeah, getting the awareness out. I mean, when people, what I thought is when people see, like, a powerful image, that's what I've been trying to convey, is when they really see, like, what's going on. And then it hits, like, on their, like, emotions. And they see, like, exactly what's going on. Like, I say, like, I have, I don't know, like a plastic thing around a sea turtle's neck or something like that people see that and it resonates with them and they're like wow i'm gonna make a change after that and that's been the biggest tool is just kind of just getting these really powerful images and quotes and just kind of getting out to the masses and people realize more from that i think my favorite one that you've posted so far because i took a look at your facebook is Uh this the big giant straw that's sticking out of the sewer or the water yes reservoir (laughs) 
that that was uh-huh. pretty like I've never seen I've seen some of the photos with the turtle and things like that but I've never seen a, a photo with the big straw and I thought that was so powerful because straws are a huge issue as well yes yes they are um I mean I saw that picture and I was like wow that's <laughs> it's actually a real sculpture which is crazy too it just yeah, sticking out of the dirty murky water and it's just like that's what we're going to be drinking sooner or later like that's like scares you and that's why it's so funny because I actually got my girlfriend um, glass straws for Christmas because oh, um, wow. we were using metal ones but I wanted like something more you know a little glassy and a little better so <laughs> looks better so um yeah we got that and uh I think yeah the biggest thing is just switching to glass or metal straws because yes straws are a big problem a huge problem and I think it's I think it's interesting too because people are always like well to be sustainable it costs more and like buy all this stuff and like switch everything over and you know like they're stuck in their ways obviously right but at the yeah end they of, just think it's a whole process yeah but at the end of the day it's actually Yes, it can be an investment to switch everything over right away or like over the long term. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I feel like things last a lot longer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. like even plastic straws. Yeah. Like if I have a glass straw, that's going to last me years on years. Plastic straw, what, a few times and you have to throw it out. It's just like a plastic bag. So yeah. I have like four reusable bags and it's been a, a godsend. Yeah, so. absolutely. Now, with your toothbrush, um, is mm-hmm. this something that like how long do they last? Um, I want to make it last for at least three months. I mean, the bristles, probably after that, you should be changing your toothbrush three to four months. Okay. Um, so I really want them to last that long. Um, that's usually the usual. Okay. So we're kind of in the testing phase. I mean, we're launching two to three weeks. So, I mean, I'm going to see from my consumers what happens. It's just really, it's a big test right now. It's going to be kind of a learning curve. For sure. Um, starting out, obviously. So see what works and doesn't work. If I had to change the bristles, you know what I mean? But... I love that I have the message first, and then I can always change the product after. Absolutely. So, and then yeah, how is, like, so is bamboo, um, like, recyclable, or do you, do we send the bamboo back to you, and then, like, how does it work when we're done with the, the toothbrush? No, you could honestly just recycle the handle. Okay. So you can take the bristles out of the toothbrush, and you could just recycle the toothbrush. Yes, that is recyclable. Okay. Bamboo is recyclable, yes. Okay. So is that recyclable in um, like all areas or is it a specific place that you have to bring it or just because I'm unfamiliar with bamboo. I don't I'm not sure. Uh Yeah, I think I mean, you could bring it anywhere. I I mean, I haven't done too much with it. I'm just getting my samples. I got my samples like a little while ago. Just put in my first order. So I got to do, you know, more research about where to exactly send it. But I know it is recyclable. I already went through that whole process of figuring out if bamboo is recyclable or not. So, yeah, yeah, so that information will come later on. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Sweet. No, I'm just, I'm so interested because I saw what you guys do and I think it's amazing. And, um, and you, are you guys doing the charcoal, um, what are they called? Bristles? Oh, charcoal infused bristles. See, I was thinking about that. Yeah. But the problem was, um, I'm actually doing BPA free nylon bristles oh, instead okay. because I don't know the charcoal actually they killed my gums. Um, and there's been a lot of complaints where there's a lot of bleeding in the mouth, and actually it caused a lot of blisters. So I mean, I don't want to do that to oh, my gosh. customers at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I never um, even I I haven't I haven't read any reviews about it. I just been seeing like 
people about this whole charcoal craze, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about doing charcoal toothpaste later on. Okay. But yeah, no, I was thinking about doing the charcoal. I really wanted to, the bristles, but yeah. no, it was horrible. So I didn't want to put my <laughs> customers through that, honestly. So I was like, no, well, this is not going to happen. So Well, that's good that you know before trying to sell the product. That's good. Yep, exa- yeah. exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> what do you think, what do you think the world is going to look like in five to 10 years when it comes to kind of consumerism and products and different like companies changing over and things like that? Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope it just changes. It's not going to change completely. It's not going to change obviously overnight or say a few years or anything like that. It's going to take time, but I really hope just the, especially companies just realize what they're doing to the environment, especially with pollution and say with factories and sweatshops and everything, childlike, just everything coinciding animal testing. Mm-hmm. I just hope they just realize, and I think they will, when more companies say even startups go sustainable, they're going to realize that this is a growing market. I mean, they're probably at that point going to do it business-wise because they see it's growing and it's a good time to get in. But I mean, if we can just influence big companies even just like that, I think it's just powerful effects. So yeah. I really hope to see just even a good amount of big companies. I mean, I remember listening to your first podcast talking about Nike and maybe switching all their, you know, shoes over to pl- uh, recycled um, yeah. products or something like that. And I really hope big companies do that. I think it'll really change uh, little companies will help change the big companies. I really think that's going to happen. For sure. And I think that it's going to, you know, obviously drop prices on like wholesale products and wholesale ingredients. Yep. Like, you know, if mm-hmm. there's a demand for it, then the price yeah. gets dropped, right? Because so many people are going to be buying it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I agree with you. I I really have hope that things will change, but I think that the small companies won't have a problem because they will continue to stand with their ethics and their personal values. Exactly. But yeah, I yeah. think the big companies are the ones that are going to have to start making those changes. But to to mm-hmm. make those changes, do you think it's the consumer's decision by not purchasing the items, or do you think it needs to go up as far as government? to make it policy-based that these companies need to start making large changes? I think it should be. I mean, I honestly feel like it's both. both I mean, consumers yeah. have, if the consumers aren't buying the products, the businesses are going to change in some fall. It's, a, it's such a dra- If it's a, such a drastic change, the business is going to be like, wow, we're losing so much business. We have to make a change. But then the government can do something too. I mean, Especially now, I mean, nothing's really going to be done. And I really hope in the next you know, five to ten years, something does get implemented because it's key it's the government has to support it i mean consumers are more supporting it so i feel like it's going to switch and then i'll switch to you know consumers are really going to influence the businesses but yeah it is it's both consumers and uh government have to really realize sustainability is where it is at for sure for sure i couldn't agree with you more so what do you what what does sustainability mean to you because i know some people have certain assumptions or their own personal views on the word and some think it's just about Mm -hmm. environment some people think about it financially what's your financial sustainability so what does it mean to you um definitely environmental i feel like i mean after um i watched actually what the health for veganism i saw just the agriculture and just the effect it has on just the environment in general and just the waste just from agriculture and i just was like wow the environment 
is not in a good place right now and especially seeing you know all the plastic in the oceans and just everything in that sense it's just I did it because I just can't see that I just don't like seeing animals in danger just us in danger it just yeah it kind of hit a heartstring it's just wow I just I can't see this it's just hard to watch and see so I was just like in that sense it's just I wanted to you know contribute Mm -hmm. to the change and the cause yeah absolutely and so what would you say is your what would you say is your favorite documentary then? Because it seems to me that you're very um, you're very educated on like the information that you're receiving, and you research a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. And it's I mean, I would say, oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So basically, yeah. I mean, what the health was my favorite. That's where I really made the transition to veganism, and then. And then the sustainability kind of went hand in hand with that because it had also sustainability into it, tied into it. Um, so I would think that's the most powerful. And I've seen that documentary change so many people's lives, and I understand why because it did change my life. Because mm-hmm. um, I wasn't, I wasn't the best person, honestly, with sustainability or you know just in general in my lifestyle. So that really woke me up and changed me. So I would say definitely go see what the health. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Um... This is like the last part of the interview where I ask you um, three words that I guess you believe in and that are your kind of values. And what would you think those three words would be? Hmm. Environment, power, and change. Okay. So I like that. I would, yeah, I, I think those are the three words I go by. <laughs> okay. Okay. So where can people find out more about your product and more about yourself? And um, I know you said the launch is going to be potentially in three weeks. So are, do you yes. have a, a website that people can go to and potentially buy your products? Or So initially we're going to be starting out just solely on Amazon. Okay. Um, right now the website is in the works. Okay. It is, so I had to find a, the right designer. So that's in the works. So right now it's just um, my Facebook page and Instagram website in the works and then yeah on amazon i'll be selling solely at first and then i'm gonna be switching over um to my own website selling it on there hopefully and then actually going to veg fest hopefully in the next coming months so you could see me possibly there in florida california and hopefully um north carolina so those three places that's amazing you should think about coming to uh going to the toronto one in Canada. Oh, I mean, <laughs> hey, I would I would love to. I've never been there, so I would love to. <laughs> I'm sure all the Canadian listeners would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what is the um, username or the your your handle on Instagram and, and Facebook? Just at- So it's at Panda Bamboo, Bamboo, B-A-M-B-U, brush. Okay, perfect. And then um, I will make sure to include, once you launch, I'll make sure to include a link and everything um, for people to go and visit your Amazon um, products. I'm so excited. I'm pumped for you. I'm so Oh, thank pumped. you so much. Yeah. I'm pumped too. I'm really, really excited. I can't wait for it to launch. I'm so excited. I bet. I bet. And I'm sure there's like... There's like so much excitement and like nerves because you're, it's like that first, it's like, it's like you're a baby. It's like this is Yeah, it's my first child right now. It's, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's nerve wracking and it's exciting and yeah, it's all these emotions, but I'm just so ready because this has been in the works for at least now like seven, eight months. So I'm so ready. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. 
Um, hopefully, you know, you've sparked some more interest in people. And that's the whole point of the show is to really just inspire people to want to make change and to exactly. um, learn about sustainability and learn about the environment and learn about all the different amazing products that are available. So um, thank you everyone for listening and make sure to check out Ryan's company, which is Panda Bamboo. Um, you can visit them on Instagram and Facebook. And in a few weeks, they're going to be launching an amazing product. So stay tuned for that. And make sure to stay tuned for the third episode of Sustainable Seagull on air. I'm your host, Sierra Bright. And thank you so much for tuning in.